Welcome into another week of the Cyclones podcast on CyclonesHockey.com. Hi, it's Nick Brunker, voice of the Cyclones, looking ahead to week number two for your Cincinnati club that is trying to pick up its second win in a row. They'll open the home schedule this Saturday night, October the 25th, as they host the Kalamazoo Wings at 730. It's going to be a great night. The 2014 Eastern Conference Championship banner is going to be unveiled as it will hang in the rafters amidst many others, and the Cyclones of this year hope to replicate the same type of success. Well, so far, so good for the club. They picked up a 4-1 win last weekend to open the regular season in Toledo in front of a capacity crowd of 8,000. Quietly, Joe Basaraba helped lead the clones in offense. He had a goal and two assists, a three-point night for him. But the real story was Rob Medor, who once again has done what he has always done in a Cincinnati jersey, and that's find ways to succeed and succeed in a big way. He made 35 saves, including several in the third period of action. What was at one point a one-goal game turned out to be 4-1 thanks to a couple of empty netters late, but it's seemed like one of those days where it really was anybody's tilt for the uh, almost the entire game. So uh, for the Cyclones to be able to come out the way they did, get two points, and start this season on a winning note for the third year in a row is a good thing. Now they're going to have to set their sights on Nick Bootland's club, who as of Wednesday has started out with a 2-1 and one record. They have four points tied for the top spot with the Fort Wayne Comets, who also have had a very strong beginning. One of their best players from a couple of years ago, Ludwig Bloomstrand, who was a Vancouver Canucks draft pick a few years ago, Ago, has really come out of the gate with an offensive touch and he has had five points so far in the first few games for his club and uh, he is just one of many dangerous weapons. Eric Catalyst had a game winner on Wednesday night in Indianapolis so uh, right back to action they go and I'm sure for Nick Bootland and company they're expecting some big things out of everybody after not being able to get past the opening round of the postseason. Longtime defenseman Sam Fatorik back as well for his 17th year as a pro. Last season he was able to collect two goals and ten assists against the Cyclones and certainly is a guy that Cyclones fans know very well after playing here many years ago and is seemingly year after year defying the odds. The guy is now 40 years of age in his 17th season as a pro, and for whatever the reason, he is able to be as effective every single year. That says a lot about his offseason training as well, and no doubt he is, although at this point in the year, relatively light in points, going to be a dangerous weapon come Saturday night. Between the pipes, veteran netminder Joel Martin is going to look for another solid year. So far, not as good of a beginning, although it's just a week or so into the season. Last year, 19-9-5 for the Wings in 2013-14. This is a year after he was able to start uh, just a ridiculous amount of games. I think in total it was about uh, 39 starts or so uh, before finally taking a night off. He is a journeyman and certainly a very crafty veteran in his own right between the pipes, although not a championship netminder last year, was one of the best that there was in the ECHL's North Division. So as we look to the Saturday night tilt, I would expect more of the same from him as he takes the ice at U.S. Bank Arena for the first time in 2014 and 15. On the Cyclones side, it has been a busy week of transactions, most notably the return of Cyclones forward Byron Fraze. He came back down from the San Antonio Rampage and is likely to pick up where he left off. Although he hasn't started out as hot in the American League, he only played a few games and didn't get a point, but uh, you can't forget what he did in the postseason last year. He had 21 points in 25 regular season games and then 26 points in the 23 Cyclones Kelly Cup playoff tilts. 
So there's no doubt about it that uh, when you see number 55 on the ice, he is a guy that can make other teams pay in the defensive end. Uh, as one man goes up, one man comes down. We talked about Frey's coming down. Pac-Man, as they call him in the locker room, David Pacan, is headed up. After skating in just one game last weekend, he earned his first AHL call-up of the season. And on October the 21st, the Norfolk Admirals summoned him to the AAA level. And you may understand why. Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi coached him here at Cincinnati and also invited him to their training camp and so uh, with an injury up there they needed a centerman who is a guy that can make uh, a stopgap if you will and that is what David Pican is expected to do at least for now the question is how long will he be up there I guess we'll just have to wait and see together Cyclones forward Wade Megan enjoyed a great success against the Wings last year he's also going to be a guy to keep your eye on on Saturday night in six meetings with his Michigan State rivals last year he tallied eight points and a plus three rating of those eight points there were six goals so uh, for for the Cyclones offensively, they are really hoping to get some solid efforts from both of those aforementioned players, Fraze and Vermeegan. The latest transaction, though, comes from the San Antonio Rampage as well as the Allen Americans. From the Rampage at the AHL level, Josh McFadden was reassigned this week. A defenseman who was one of the mainstays on the blue line during the postseason and during the regular year is back again. He had not skated for the Rampage this year and as a result has not seen any playing time in a real game as of yet. So this will be his season debut for the Cyclones this weekend. And most recently, on top of him, is a guy by the name of Jeff Irwin, who played his hockey last year, at least for a time, in Las Vegas, was a teammate of Cyclones forward Brian Nugent went out there. I would imagine that there was a conversation between Nugent and head coach Matt McDonald when the discussion happened on whether or not this guy was going to be a good fit into the locker room. And so as he comes in, Allen, the team that traded him and had his rights to begin the season, received forward Gregor Hansen, the Cyclones forward who had a game-winning goal, albeit off of his stick on a deflection on last Saturday's game against Toledo. So Hansen is out and Irwin is in. And for a guy who comes in uh, with a pretty solid set of numbers last year, you look back to it two years ago, or make that three in 2011 and 12, as a member of the Ontario Reign, he had 48 points, 19 of those goals in 66 games and a plus-six mark for the rain back then. That was a top-six finish for him. And you think, too, about the Las Vegas club that finished dead last in the ECHL last year. Uh, they ended up with a pretty solid forward in uh, uh in Irwin, who had uh, seven goals and 17 assists a year ago. So uh, a couple of new faces to get into as this new weekend rolls along. But for everybody in downtown Cincinnati, it's going to be the first glimpse at the Cyclones of 2014-15 after the away game last week. It's going to be an exciting tilt. We invite you to join us for all the action on the Cyclones radio network. We'll be on the air in case you can't be with us in person at 710 with all the action to follow following the pregame show, Cyclones Countdown to Faceoff. Great tickets are still available as well. 513-421-PUCK or log on to CyclonesHockey.com. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the CyclonesHockey.com podcast. I'm Nick Brunker. We'll hope to see you this weekend at U.S. Bank Arena.